0: Welcome to The Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about God's punishment for His enemies called The Judge Judges Justly from Genesis chapters 18 and 19. In that story, we learned the big truth that God is the judge who judges justly. This week's story is called, It's a Boy, and it comes from Genesis chapters 21 and 22. We've learned a lot about God from the book of Genesis, haven't we? Yeah, like God is a powerful creator. And a just judge. He's a merciful Savior. And he's a promise keeper. That's right. Let's review what's happened so far. God created everything, persons, places, and things.
1: Solar systems and stars, too.
0: And God put Adam and Eve in a beautiful garden on Earth. They loved God and they loved each other. How lovely! But when Adam disobeyed, God banished Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden. That's unlovely. You're right. Remember that terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day? But God still loved his people. He promised that the snake crusher would come from their offspring. His plan would take time, but God's timing is always perfect. Part of that plan involved God calling Abraham. Yeah, and God promised Abraham that he would be a blessing to all the families of the world. Yes, and that blessing would come through the birth of a son. Abraham waited and waited and waited for his son. Would the promised son ever come? Well, that's where today's lesson comes in. Abraham did have a son, Isaac, and that son had a near death experience. Will God keep his promise? Will he provide? Will he bless the world through Abraham's son's son? Let's find out.
1: Chapter 9 It's a boy! Genesis 21-22 to 22. God has a funny way of making good on his promises. Not funny ha-ha, but funny like, I never thought that was going to work. And yet, when they're God's promises, they always work. Abraham and Sarah finally had their baby. Abraham was 100 years old, and Sarah was 90. Not exactly spring chickens, or even fall chickens, more like late December chickens, but the baby had come all the same. They named their son Isaac, which means he laughs, because the little boy was the occasion for lots of chuckles. Abraham laughed at God's promises. Not good. People laughed at Sarah for being so old. Not very nice. And Sarah laughed that she finally had some diapers to change. Not as bad as it sounds. After all those years, the father of many nations had a son of his own, just like God promised, right on time. At least, according to God's watch. You might have thought that after all this waiting for a child, God would have ordered Isaac to be hidden in a cave somewhere and placed in bubble wrap. But God told Abraham to do something much harder, a bazillion times harder. One day, when Isaac was still a boy, or maybe a young man, God told Abraham to take his beloved son and sacrifice him on a mountain. Although this was probably the saddest, scariest thing God could have said to a father, Abraham was a man of faith, and so he was willing to do as God said. So Abraham gave Isaac some wood to carry and the two of them set off for the mountains. Abraham had learned to take God at his word. If God's plan was to see the promised child killed, then Abraham figured God must have another plan to raise him from the dead. Which is what God did, more or less. Just as Abraham was ready to lay a hand on his son, God said, Don't do it, Abraham. I see that you love me and trust me and believe me. And God provided a ram instead. Amazing story, isn't it? Even more amazing is that hundreds of years later, God would send his own son to the mountain. But this time, there would be no ram to save the day, just a beloved son carrying the wood on his back to die for a people who didn't seem to love God or trust him at all.
0: The story of Abraham's almost sacrifice of his son Isaac is an amazing story. An even more amazing story is the story of God the Father's actual sacrifice of his son, Jesus. Isaac's story took place on a small mountain. Jesus' story took place on a hill. Abraham's beloved son would carry wood for the sacrifice. God's beloved son would carry a wooden cross. Isaac's life was spared because God provided a ram, a male lamb, to be sacrificed in his place. But for Jesus, there would be no ram. Jesus was the sacrifice. Jesus was the lamb. He carried the wooden cross on his back. He was nailed to the cross. He died. Just as God provided a ram so that Isaac wouldn't die, God provided Jesus so that we don't have to die. The promised child of Eve, the snake crusher, was the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and rescued us from death. Our Savior would die for a people who didn't seem to love God or trust him at all. Through Jesus' death on a cross, we can receive forgiveness for our sins. (laughs) What good news! Do you believe this? How will you respond to Jesus? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we all believed, like Abraham, that God will provide? Well, that brings us to today's big truth. God provided a son and a sacrifice for Abraham, the man of faith. And God has provided his son as a sacrifice for us so that we may be saved. Yes, he has. God provided for all of our needs, but we all need regular reminders to trust in God. And that's what this week's memory verse does. Listen to Proverbs 3.5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. All right. Say it with me this time. Repeat after me. Proverbs 3, 5. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust Trust in the Lord with all your heart. heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. And And do not lean on your own understanding. understanding. Oh, good job. Now keep practicing this verse through the week so that you'll always remember to trust in God. Let's pray as we finish our lesson. We thank you, Father, for sending the promised child to be born of Mary and to die for our sins. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. Polly and the Screen Time Overload, written by Betsy Childs Howard, Tells the story of a young girl who learns the importance of boundaries with technology. Perfect for kids ages 3 to 7. Check out Polly and the Screen Time Overload at Crossway.org.